This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagaan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to another episode of Hafta. I am Abhinandan Sekri. With me on a panel which is a very very good interesting panel. It's, it's has a variety of journalists. I have our very own Madhu Trehan. Hello Madhu. Hello. We have Raman Kripal, our managing editor. And we have two very interesting journalists, one who has been on the Hafta before and one who hasn't. Let me introduce the one who hasn't before. Surbhi Tandan is an alum of London School of Economics and she has uh, worked with many European channels including France 24, RT, France 3, TFI. But most recently uh, and with Babel Press TV. Uh, she runs a video production company called Mia BV. and most recently she was uh, taken on by France 24 to report on Kashmir where you spent how long surbhi 5 uh, 6 days i see so you will tell us about that you filed your report which can be seen if you are on newslaundry.com the link is below you can see her video report and we have with us pooja mehra she is an accredited journalist with over 17 years of experience she's worked at the business standard et india today business world business today and the hindu she's the author of the lost decade which i think last time we we had just yeah. spoken about the book right how india's growth story devolved into growth without a story and among her other achievements she has won the ramnath goenka award for excellence in journalism for business journalism two years in a row raman sir we got to afford her yeah we should be able to do us <laughs> commission yes, that's one do. story we've been discussing for a long time that none of us have the bandwidth to do maybe pooja's the perfect person for that story right <laughs> so welcome pooja hi how's the Happy book doing to be here. A book is well received. Very good, excellent. No, no one's cursing you yet. Not as yet. <laughs> wait for it. Don't jinx it. <laughs> so, a couple of announcements uh, regarding the confusion of Castbox, which is this new podcast platform where also news laundry podcasts are available. For those of you who are listening to us on other platforms like iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud, well, Castbox, you can get the latest hafta because on all other platforms. unless you're coming to newslaundry.com if you're just coming straight from stitcher or any of the other platforms or itunes you get a 3 week old hafta for the latest hafta you have to be a paying subscriber of newslaundry so if you're having problems paying us through newslaundry.com you can go to castbox and there to access the latest episode you can just pay there the subscription is a little higher because thoda tax mein chala jata hai thoda google rakh leta hai to hamare paas मतलब फिर मसा मसा कुछ ही आता है एंड प्लीज डोंट ट्राई टू सब्सक्राइब और एक्सेस आ पॉडकास्ट थ्रू आ ऐप गो थ्रू द ब्राउजर सो लेट्स क्विकली गेट इन टू वॉट डोमिनेटेड द हेडलाइंस दिस वीक वन वॉज ऑफकोर्स द आई एन एक्स मीडिया केस चिदम्बरम अरेस्टेड पीपल जम्पिंग वी डिस्कस दैट लास्ट वीक बट नाउ हिज प्ली वॉज रिजेक्टेड बिकॉज इट वॉज इनफ्रक्चुअस क्या कहते हैं कि नाउ इट्स नॉट रेलिवेंट अब तो तुम ऑलरेडी जेल में एंटीसिपेटरी क्या फाइल करते हो चार्जेस वर्स सीरियस एंड हाँ नहीं नहीं बट दिस बट सुप्रीम कोर्ट वेन द फाइनली फॉर द एंटीसिपेटरी बिल द वेंट इट वॉज रिजेक्टेड दैट वॉज इनफ्रक्चुअस इज द वर्ड राइट सो नी दैट हैपन्ड एंड नाउ अपेरेंटली दे प्लान टू पुट चिदम्बरम एंड वॉट वॉज द नेम ऑफ द लेडी हु किल्ड हर डॉटर और वॉज अक्यूज ऑफ किलिंग हर डॉटर इंद्रानी इंद्रानी मुखर्जी विल बी पुट फेस टू फेस because she has accused him at least that is what some websites claim of of demanding sexual favors in exchange of FIPB permission uh Chidambaram's protection has been uh, it's not his protection sorry his his arrest his custody has been extended till Thursday so he's still inside after the custody the CBI is actually contemplating a lie detector test i don't know why they do that since it's not admissible in court but anyway 
so that's been in the news we'll discuss that a bit then kashmir continues to dominate the headlines the governor made some rather bizarre comments if i may say so i'm shocked that a governor can speak like that and not be called out on it especially when channels are going mad last night saying khan market gang exposed for spreading fake news about that high court judgment about war and peace like they actually ran that as an along exclusive but for those of you who are wondering what the governor said this is what he said aaj tak unhone stand clear nahi kiya main bata raha hu aapko mujhe nahi batana chahiye ye ki jis waqt desh mein chunav aayega unke virodhi ko kuch kehne ki zarurat nahi wo sirf ye keh denge 370 ke himayati log jooton se marenge so basically you heard he is making completely political statements of saying who will win and lose the election so meanwhile now two us I don't know office bearers or senators, whatever they are, have commented on this. They've tweeted on Kashmir, and it's becoming a bigger issue than we would have thought internationally. And more and more information coming out of there. We have a journalist here who was in Kashmir. Maybe she can tell us a little bit about what she saw there. Then Arun Jaitley died uh, at a very young age of sixty-six. Um, there was huge coverage to that, and that led to a certain amount of what should I say controversy about why so many journalists had such nice things to say about him. We will discuss that. in little bit of detail with this aspect the larger context of relations between journalists and politicians the amazon forest is on fire what they call the lungs of the earth bolsonaro doesn't seem to give a shit and finally the rbi reserves that dominated headlines and pooja shall tell us what that means why is that a big deal is it a big deal at all and also the so called fdi liberalization which is in my view a joke we shall discuss that And if there are any other headlines, I will quickly announce them in the middle of this. But first, let's quickly get on with the whole RBI thing. Context: the RBI has certain cash reserves. Pooja will tell us why they sit on those reserves. Why do they store so much money in another mattress? But anyway, they are supposed to have those reserves. I don't know what percentage of GDP is supposed to be and why. Pooja will tell us that. But for the first time in history, as we have read, 1.76 lakh crore of that money that stays with the RBI has been given to the government. ये लो मुन्ना करो जो करना है इज दैट अ बिग डील इज दैट नॉट अ बिग डील शुड वी वेरिड शुड नॉट बी वेरिड शुड आई क्विकली इन्वेस्ट इन गोल्ड एंड सेंड इट ऑल समवेयर एल्स व्हाट इज व्हाई इज दिस इंपॉर्टेंट रेलिवेंट पूजा कुछ बताओ सो द आरबीआई मेक्स अ सरप्लस एवरी टाइम इट डज इट्स नॉर्मल रूटीन वर्क ऑफ यू नो व्हेन पीपल ब्रिंग डॉलर्स इनटू द कंट्री then uh, those dollars need to be converted into rupees when they do that there are certain operations that they do have to do in the markets and the process of which they end up making a surplus so the rbi like any company has a balance sheet but the nature of its balance sheet is very different from corporate balance sheets and so, the sorry, strength they earn from whatever money is paid to them by banks what is their source yeah, of revenue yeah they have many sources of income uh, they lend to banks they uh, uh, do open market operations which is buying and selling of bonds okay they uh, they need to do that every time you know uh, foreign exchange comes into the country they also make money sometimes you know in the process of maintaining their reserves okay so uh, this in in the last uh, financial year they uh, they have had to increase the liquidity in the market which is hmm. they have had to put money out there for banks to lend further hmm. in the process of that they have generated Uh, greater surpluses than they normally do in any given year uh, and uh, so 
uh, every year the surpluses that they generate they uh, remit a part of it to the government as a dividend because the government is the owner of the RBI but they also add a substantial part of it to several reserves that they maintain for different purposes like what one is a reserve that they maintain because uh, you know the valuation of the uh, foreign exchange reserves that the RBI holds goes up and down depending on how the rupee exchange rate goes up and down so they need to cover for any sudden uh, changes in those in the value of those reserves uh they maintain contingency reserves say for instance there is a threat to financial security one bank or one financial institution in case of bail someone out uh, bail someone out or uh, it's bail- bailing out is a very occasional uh, uh, eventuality but sometimes what happens is somebody is not able to pay up uh you know there's an asset liability mismatch hmm. and they're not able to pay up uh, um come uh, a certain commitment now in money markets what happens is that you don't pay it'll lead to a cascading effect because mm. somebody else has then uh, everyone promised, keeps defaulting yeah promised mm. somebody else depending on your payment mm. so to prevent uh, a situation of that sort that will lock down the market they need to intervene so they keep reserves for that uh, they have their own operational reserves rbi has a huge staff so so that, you know, so that is the purpose of it how much should it be how much should it be has been a matter of contention for a long time now uh, there are various parameters various formula through which you can decide this and there has been no uh, agreement on it for a long time not just this government but previous governments also many committees have sat on it and tried to decide now this uh, former rbi governor bimal jalan committee has come up with one formula and according to that formula they have said that so much money has to be maintained should be maintained they gave a range actually hmm. and uh, the rbi board has accepted that proposal and you know depending on that the money that got released they have passed it on to the See, so now there's a windfall for the government why are people getting so upset about it and should they the be the reason people are getting upset about it is because one they don't understand this whole background you know and they feel because the way the narrative shaped up they feel that the economy is not doing well the government is not raising enough taxes which is true there is a shortfall fall relative to targets mm. so therefore the government is raiding the ba- balance sheet of the rbi just like it is doing with ongc i mean you know they are forcing ongc to Bail buy out other, other companies PSUs. exactly uh, food corporation of india they are not reimbursing them hmm. so like they they because they have exhausted other options because tax revenue is not getting generated at the rate at which it should so they are sort of reading the rbi balance sheet uh, i just say that there is a certain amount of desperation that was Uh, could be detected in the behavior of the finance ministry over the last 6 7 months in the context of you know this even in a press conference i thought she was very um i won't say nervous but you could tell that it wasn't a confident press conference at all uh in the case of the finance minister yes but probably because you know she's new and you know uh, she's landed in this important position uh, job at a time when the economy is not you so know is it exactly shit or not the Sorry? economy is the economy going up shit creek because i saw that report yeah, by the by the economy the rbi has said in its annual report that the economy is not doing well right now some mm. very strong steps need to be taken uh, uh, so it is a difficult phase and it's become especially difficult for a first time finance minister so this uh, is a good time for me to just interject and say before you guys all go bankrupt go to newslawney.com and press on subscribe and pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served when advertisers pay advertisers are served unless you pay to keep news free 
news will only serve those who advertise, which is usually governments and large corporations. And you guys can just piss off and no one's going to give a shit about what your interests are. So we don't take advertisements, as you know. So unless you support us, we cannot serve you. You can also pay directly to NL Sena projects, that is news laundry projects that we are working on a specific story. Right now we're working on who owns your media, large media houses, who owns them, which is a company that owns the company that owns the company that owns that, that company. It requires a lot of time, effort and resources. So go to nlsena, newslaundry.com slash sena or you can just go to newslaundry.com and press on the sena button and you can subscribe. So, okay, now let's move to Kashmir where our next guest has just come from. So as you know, um, Survi, I'll just tell them what the governor said. The governor, one bite that you heard in the beginning, but he has, he also said that Terrorists use cell phones and WhatsApp and internet, not normal people. I don't know like, which hole this governor used to live in before he was given the key to Raj Bhavan. And the situation in Kashmir, now it's becoming increasingly difficult for the government who's other than, you know, intimidating people, their second biggest achievement was managing the media. Now it's gone out of their the spiral of everywhere, international, national, WhatsApp, people Facebook, now it's clear that nothing is normal in Kashmir. And it is way more abnormal than we initially thought. With now there being credible news organizations saying that very young 14-year-old kids have been taken up and beaten up. Uh, enough people have come on record and saying that on this I'm still a little hesitant because Madhu when you used to report on Kashmir, many people would say, oh, this is So I'm not rejecting it outright. But I do think allegations of sexual misconduct by the forces in such a sensitive time, I would like to see, I mean, some sort of a corroboration. Just a person saying it for me is not enough. I find that hard to believe no, because the I mean, situation be is so tight that uh, I mean, it, it would be invisible and the armed forces are really under a magnifying glass themselves. So I really doubt that. The, I, think, doubt. Yeah. I, I doubt that. But, that fact is But the So we have a first-hand account. But the accounts of, you know, uh, the other accounts are very believable, such as... Yeah, the intimidation, thappar par marna, No, the, the story about a woman who uh, was in hospital, she needed... Uh, the yes, heartbeat was, was slowing tragic. down of the baby. She needed a cesarean. They couldn't get in touch with the doctor uh, because there were no phones. And the hospital did the best they can, which is they induced her, hoping that since there was nobody to do a cesarean, they thought by inducing the baby out. And she lost the baby. Now, that is... I believe that story. Right, of course, yeah. And all the st stories of medicines not being available, mm -hmm. chemotherapy being stopped. So before, she's the star on this, but uh, just want to say one thing, that this shows extreme lack of foresight. And it, there are two things that it shows, extreme lack of foresight by the government of what will happen once they lift 370. And two, complete understanding. They do have a complete understanding of they did have the foresight to think that there would be a reaction, but their reaction was how to control that reaction was not thought through. Hmm. And that is a mistake. So it reminds me of the time when uh, VP Singh, who saw himself as the Messiah for Dalits and, and lower caste, uh, scheduled caste, etc. And he even put himself on the, on the cover of India today looking like Gandhi with just a dhoti and bare chest posing on the grass, he thought that he'd be a hero when he passed this Mandal hmm. law. 
they did not anticipate that the higher caste students would erupt and as you know there were riots in Rajiv delhi Goswami, he started burnt himself, himself and we caught that all on camera mm. and this kids were sh- students were shot shot at we caught all that on camera and uh, then it spiraled into the rest of the country mm. and over 275 young people were killed now their reaction at that time was when they were protesting arun nehru and vp singh decided that they would respond with violence so they put the cops on the streets and besides the tear gas they were actually shooting real bullets not mm. pellet guns or anything like that and lots of people uh, 275 people lost their lives so this i think is comparable because you do something which you think will be good for the country that you lift 370 but then what if instead of planning on a curfew and cutting all communications removing all media which you remove media and it's a given all over the world whenever this happens rumors start and worse stories come out which may not be true what if instead of doing that instead of putting the army in doubling up on the army putting all the the restrictive rules that they have what if that they had anticipated that the people are not going to be happy about this and they instead had a campaign of humanitarian moves such as ensuring that people got medical care ensuring that ev- everything was schools were open making sure that people were able to carry on their normal lives and if they had done that i think things would be different it's a difficult thing but i think what i'm saying is that it's a lack of imagination no no they try because to it's a normal they, thing they, they, no, they that try. you think that no. okay they will react but, so we will put heart I'm asking them to have a strategy in place that will work for 370. This strategy of repression is not a great strat- no, it, strategy for, this, not. for the success of 370. No, if you wanted the success of 370, you should have thought about in a more imaginative way of implementing it. This shows to me a complete lack of imagination, falling into the stereotype of I'm the state, I'm going to put you in place and that's it. And I I think that that's what it was, that, uh, that it is, that they did not... Th- they knew there was going to be a reaction but then do you react with the predictable stereotypical repressive thing no you could have reacted differently there will be a re- reaction so let's put in place things that will make people feel that this is going to be better but surbhi you were there just tell us i mean i have two specific questions then you can tell us what you feel about the discussion that's happening one is i saw your video those of you who are listening on other platforms just come to newslawney.com under the page of this hafta you'll see the link to surbhi's report it's a audio visual report so clearly um, and we also had a reporter there in fact uh, you know he whenever he took out his camera he said just the way the security forces in this intimidating manner told you to put that away i mean it, and he's ayush is very scared he uh, is very young he was he's just 23 or 24 he was there of course he put it away but there's hostility from the forces they don't even let you shoot so one is what 
under what law can they not let you pull out a phone and even shoot the video or is there no law it is blatantly illegal intimidation which shows a lack of respect of the law and b for the first few days that it's all peaceful and now suddenly we are hearing there are like 50 protests across kashmir did you go outside shrinagar if not why not um so first about being able to shoot with a camera mm. um i would say that it at least in my experience it really depended on where you were and which uh, armed personnel you were in front of of course they've been given this directive that you don't let media personnels through um obviously if you're shooting them they don't allow that but it's not true that you can't absolutely shoot them if you see um what i filmed there are several shots of people of the armed uh, personnel everywhere in shrinagar whether that's close to sora which was um a far more explosive zone or whether that's in lalbagh which is in the center downtown um or other parts of the city the second i managed to get as far as sora which is really on the outskirts of shrinagar we did uh, we did contemplate going out of shrinagar but a the cabs were very very reluctant to do that so if you had to go you Why? probably because because of lack of sort of security right like you what not you're scared of what is scared of the security forces what is scared of someone else yeah what? so the aggression is both ways the aggression is not just at like the moment the the time that i was there the aggression for even the camera was not just from the security personnel there were there were kashmiris who also came to attack my camera in fact twice i saw that video where they said and one of them is saying you should go from here yeah, yeah and that was sort of the part where i i could still manage filming we'll just move on now to you know one issue that became a, a big thing a discussing point and while the hook was arun jetli i'd like to discuss it in the larger context arun jetli who was uh, i mean he was not a serving minister but he has served as finance minister he served inb also they had given him inb for a while mm. uh, he was also called for a while if i'm not wrong before piyush goyal no piyush goyal to go finance but he had he had three minister of law defense correct yes before rana so he passed away at the age of 66 which is very young uh, you know if you ask me and they were i mean i do think if if i'm looking at purely how much space it got like the indian express it was like a headline it was like half page it was it was big it was you know even uh, uh, mr parikar was a defense minister who died it was not so big um sushma suraj died she did get but obviously arun jetli's death got a lot more coverage than anybody any other ministers got and navika kumar said my she tweeted my whatever guiding light comparable to vajpay my guide who will i call every morning comparable every morning my guiding light no it's hysterical barkhas was of course also very heartfelt which also i think it was maybe madonna wait if you know michael jackson i also know elton john matlab us us level ka ho gaya tha ki bhai competitiveness competitive ki who is closer kaun sabse zyada jaanta now there was a justifiable pushback and mother you wrote you've known arun jetli not as a journalist and a minister but before he was a minister and uh, i won't say before he was a journalist because you were a journalist all along but you you have common friends you come from the same social set in delhi uh, a as a you know as a friend you know him that's fine but do you think people have not made this distinction that when a journalist who's who's association with the person is i, I was a journalist he was a politician that's how we met that is the basis of a relationship it's not some old friendship from school college or anything and that is being treated at par with some like anand goenka for example i thought when he said arun uncle abey jab wo 2.5 saal ka tha arun uncle the uske 
Uh, that was before he was he took over India. And see, says, what do you so do? So you know, everybody got trashed. Ki bhai, yeah, I almost sab- wanted to de- have mine deleted after after this deluge of, you know, maybe, maybe. But uh, there are two, three points. One, if you've known a person as a friend before he was in power or even in politics, how do you suddenly then break off the friendship because he's now in power? Yes, I do maintain a certain amount of distance in terms of... Uh, you don't call every morning for guidance. <laughs> far from it. <laughs> there is, you continue your personal relationship, but to maintain your professional uh, integrity, there is a certain distancing, I must say. It's a subtle distancing, but it happened with Vasundra, where, in fact, I would go to Jaipur uh, when she was chief minister and went for the Jaipur Literature Festival for many, many years, never called her. Hmm. But when she's out of power this last year, I did call her. Hmm. So for me now, it was okay to, but I did not like to call her when she was chief minister. So there is a distancing. And she used to complain, why don't you invite me anymore? I said, you're chief minister, I can't invite chief ministers. So uh, there is that issue that you do have to do your own, make your own personal decision on how you manage your friendship after that. But you can't break off a friendship just because somebody has gone into power. I won't. Because that person is still my friend. But what about if... The basis of your friendship is... That is a journey. question. I don't understand that is a how question. you can become so not, close. That's not a friendship then. You know, that's really a professional relationship. And secondly, I have to say that there's so much of focus. Uh, it's been highlighted of how many friends he had in the media. But if you analyze all of Arun Jaitley's friendships, he had friendships across the board. He did. He would spend time talking to a chokidar about his village, getting information about his village for like 20 minutes. I've seen that happen. He was basically a very curious guy who was always collecting information about everything. And so when I think of all the friendships that he has, these journalists was just one minuscule part or minuscule part of all his other friendships. They've just come into, because journalists are writing about it. But all his other friends are not writing about it. That's one thing. Secondly, I've been to quite a few politicians' funerals. This one was different in the sense that people that I saw around me, what they were talking about, they were not there for the tamasha because a powerful guy is there or humbi ja ke dekhenge. The kind of stories I was, because everyone was jam-packed and uh, people around you spooning around, you know, all that, and you're scared a little bit. But the kind of conversations that I picked up were all about how much they cared for the guy. And they were telling stories, so if they had not been helped in some way, their area had been helped, or somebody they knew had been helped. I saw a 90, close to 90-year-old woman who was like three feet tall, white silver kameez, covered head, dupatta se. She was holding a shawl in her hand and her grandson was saying, to see bear jao, to see bear jao, meaning sit down. And she says, nahi, maine shawl chada ke chadna hai. I'm going to, how could that person, that lady be brought through the stampeding, mm. like not, it didn't stampede, but it was like that. It was so body to body. How it would be impossible, I would think. Then I learned later she did. She did put the shawl on him. So there is an affection that he generated because of the personality he was. So that part with people riding on this thing and like, you know, after a person died, you can write anything. Hmm. He's not there to refute it. No, but um, I mean, so my, my point is... You a, can claim a closeness 
which wasn't even there. But, but why would you, Surbhi? Uh, do you have any close study buddies who are politicians? Not yet, at least. Okay. So now, now if you'll have any, they'll be as a journalist. Okay. No, but, no, but it's my, changing no, now, Abhinandan. I have to add. It's changing now because this Latins elite uh, group of our generation has been cracked. And the middle class and lower middle class kids are coming in from small towns and becoming journalists. Then that whole equation has cracked. That whole clique has cracked. Now you have the BJP clique, which is a different kind of a clique. Yeah, but the club is changed. The name has changed. But club is a club. On that note, let's wind up. Thank you for listening to News Laundry Hafta. Do subscribe, pay to keep news free. Then you can listen to the whole Hafta. Those of you who are just trying to, you know, do Mufat Khori. Are listening to Chota Hafta. For the full Hafta, you have to come behind the paywall. Go to newslaundry.com and subscribe. Spread the word. Tell everyone how good we are. Give us a high ranking. And if you have any feedback to give us on critique, on how we can make this better, or you want to share your views, write to contact at newslaundry.com. I repeat, contact at newslaundry.com um, and we shall read out your email. Try to keep it under 250 words and it's for subscribers only. Non-subscribers, your emails will not be read out, although I'll read them and I'll say nice things, but I will not read out the mail. All of you listening in, uh, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers are served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.